You're listening to the Brooke Snow Podcast, conversations to help you live in your true identity as the creator of your life. I'm your host, Brooke Snow. You have episode 125, Aligning with the Seasons. Happy New Year's, my friends. (laughs) I'm sure you've probably been inundated with lots of information about goal setting and habits this time of year brings. Today, I have something different for you. If you are someone who thrives with the January 1st resolutions and it works for you, then please just keep doing what you're doing. However, if you are someone who struggles to make or keep those resolutions at the new year, then here's your permission to simply rest and wait for that kind of change when the timing is better. I'll be honest. I feel tired. The holidays are busy and creating a meaningful and memorable Christmas for my family is a lot of work. This time of year is also historically the busiest time of year for work as we prep our coaching programs, which have always timed with the start of the new year so that we could ride the wave of people's intentions for change. When I add in the fact that I also live in Northern Utah and the earth is covered in a foot of snow and the days are short and the darkness is long and it's cold and everything outside is dormant and resting, it feels even harder to suddenly switch into high gear to make grand sweeping change or increase my output. Really, What my body wants to do is just rest. I feel like it would be amazing to have a vacation from the holidays, just to have a time that I can recover. Mixed in with all the information coming about New Year's goals and resolutions, I noticed this year a different gentle message that was also showing up in my inbox and social media feeds. People who were giving permission to not get swept up in it all and to just do nothing. (laughs) Our amazing team coach, Christy, sent me a message on New Year's and it was a reel that took this idea to the next level. And I haven't stopped thinking about it ever since. This message reminded people The January 1st has not always been the beginning of the new year. This was more widely accepted only the last 400 years or so, but there have been periods in history in which the new year was celebrated in March, around the time of the spring equinox. As soon as I heard that, it felt so natural (laughs) to have a new year begin when the earth was in a cycle of new beginnings as well. I suddenly had a vision of what it could feel like if I didn't force myself to start planting new seeds of change until my experience of spring in the Northern Hemisphere. The moment I thought that, my mind, body, and soul just wanted to rejoice. It felt glorious to give myself the gift of letting myself align with the seasons. I felt like I would be far better served right now to spend my winter resting (laughs) 
and even to spend it being mindful of what needed to die. What could I let go of in my life? I think this happens to be an important step I often skip with this unnatural jump into the new year in the dead of winter. With the push to plant new seeds, I often don't take the time to ask what needs to end. What do I actually need to stop doing? In all the research and training that I've done on habits, I've learned that even more powerful than starting something supportive and healthy is stopping something that is unsupportive. Winter is a natural time of year to consider what needs to die. As I packed up my Christmas decorations, I did something I have never done before. I wrote my future self a letter. I took an hour and I reviewed the last two months and what I thought I could let go of next year. Dear Brooke, you don't have to send Christmas cards. (laughs) You're doing it because you think it's expected. And the important part, it causes you stress every year. Dear Brooke, you are still overdoing presents for your kids. Cut back. They don't need them. And you're doing it because you think it's expected and it causes you stress every year. Now, of course, these are individual things. This is not true for everyone. What brings one person stress can totally bring another person absolute joy. Yet the idea of allowing myself to let go what actually is getting in the way to allow myself to stop doing the things that are not serving me is really liberating. I had the greatest time ever sitting down and giving my future self permission to stop doing all the things that cause me stress and don't need to be there. When I unpack my Christmas decorations this coming year, I'll have a letter waiting for me to remind me of what I decided to stop doing and to remember what did work and what was most important. Now, while this letter was focused exclusively on the holiday experience, I love the idea of doing the same thing for my life. What if I spent January reflecting on what I could let go of that was not serving me? That may actually be the most impactful approach to the modern new year that I have ever had. And it more fully aligns with Mother Earth and nature. Us humans have evolved in many ways, some good and some not. One challenge we face with the advancement of technology is that we have drifted further and further away from the natural rhythms of the earth. With the invention of the light bulb, we gained power to extend our days even when the days were short. When all of humanity used to retire with the sun and rise with the sun, we have now created our own rhythms to extend our productivity and push the hours far more than ever before. With modern food production, we no longer have to eat what is in season since we can import anything from a different hemisphere. We don't have to grow our own food. Instead, we can even create food with chemicals and preservatives inside a lab. As we industrialize our work and we came out of the fields, we no longer spent our winters at a slower pace in sync with the earth that was resting. 
we extended our productivity and keep the same frantic pace all year long. We don't have to adapt with the seasons aside from dressing a little warmer or dealing with the elements like shoveling snow. (laughs) And even at that, I can complain of the annoying interruption it is to have to account for the fact that it's now winter outside. Many people struggle with seasonal depression, and I wonder how much of it is related to being out of sync with nature. How much of it is related to keeping up with the modern lifestyle that never stops when we were actually designed to be in tune with the earth? Maybe the reason so many people fail to carry out their New Year's resolutions has far less to do with motivation and strategy than it does with timing. I actually love the new year trend of choosing a word or an intention for the year. It reminds me of my mom. She is amazing master gardener. And in January, she always gets excited about her Baker's Creek seed catalogs that start to arrive. They are full of beautiful pictures of different flowers and heirloom vegetables. And she gets giddy about browsing through the catalog, dreaming of what she's going to plant in spring. She starts a garden journal and she jots down her plans for what seeds she's going to order. And she maps out a design of where they'll be planted and how they'll grow together. She spends the whole winter in this dreaming and planning phase. Choosing a word or intention is a great way to start this stage of spiritual creation. I also love the idea of allowing myself all winter to be reflective. This is still a great time to choose what to plant and thoughtfully design in how it's going to fit into the garden of my life. But I don't have to expect myself to start planting seeds and suddenly change my behavior just because the first of January came around. Instead, I can take a more natural approach and treat this from a creator perspective, allowing for a spiritual creation stage before expecting a physical one. My team and I are currently working on several huge projects, and they were all due to release in January. One of them will still go forward as planned because it is a product that's available all year long, and it's also a great support for the spiritual creation of life. But we decided to reschedule our coaching certification program for a spring start. We want to align our business to be in sync with the seasons And we have faith that this will not only be supportive to us, but more supportive to the success of our certifiers. Now, let me be honest. It felt risky to make that business decision. What if no one is as pumped up about personal growth in March as they are in January? It's very possible that could be the case. (laughs) And yet, what if just like my own soul leaped for joy at the thought of waiting for spring before I start the seed planting? What if that actually felt deeply resonant with other people as well? It can feel scary to go against the grain to align your life with the earth when it feels like the rest of society is on the hamster wheel. 
But if we keep doing things like everybody else, we will also get the same results. As much as we fool ourselves into thinking those results are amazing. If we look at the stats, society is more depressed, overworked, overweight, overstimulated, sick, and tired than ever before. Maybe our modern culture could benefit from looking to nature a little more and aligning with her seasons. Mother Earth is the best teacher of true productivity and fruitfulness and evolution. She doesn't skip seasons. She's willing to plant and harvest because she has her period of rest. She works in order and trusts the process. The seasons are heaven's blueprint for creation right outside our window. Align with the season. Align with the season. Align with the season. See it. Say it. Feel it. Do it. Become it. You are a creator. Now go create something great. <laughs>